everybody, and welcome. Welcome to the inaugural episode of As My Mind Wanders here on this wonderful, wonderful end of 2020 day here. We are recording this on New Year's Eve, Christmas 2020 holiday season has wrapped and yes this is just so much fun so much fun i am your host dylan hendrickson and i am so glad that you are joining us from wherever you are listening to this whether it be apple podcast stitcher spotify google podcasts wherever you get them pocket casts any of those apps thank you so much for joining so as I said, I am Dylan Hendrickson. I am your host. I am a La Crescent, Minnesota native, but have been moving around the area and have landed myself now in Rochester, Minnesota. So we are recording here in this wonderful, wonderful town of Rochester. A little bit about myself. Love to do photography. I love to do cooking. And I also am a multi-instrumental talented musician as I like to call myself but enough about that this is our show as my mind wanders and this show is all just about the wonderful many things that run through my mind from day to day the thoughts and everything that I have been thinking about and want to share my thoughts about with you wonderful people so anyway this show like I said it's just kind of a sharing of my daily thoughts random topics I come up with or themes that just kind of pop into my head at night when I'm kind of just laying there at night in bed you know those moments when you can't fall asleep and you just kind of think hey you know, this would be interesting to talk about, and you kind of get stuck on a tangent about it, so things like that. It's just a way for me to get my ideas out and express myself in a new medium. Anyway, the uh, show is kind of going to be random self-chosen topics or audience suggestions as well. You got things you want to talk about? We can do that. But yeah, anyway, uh, kind of just doing this as something new and something interesting to get into, so uh, appreciate everybody kind of just... Uh, being part of this journey together but yeah anyway uh yeah so uh every week we're gonna kind of have week or episode or however often frequently i do this you know we're gonna kind of have some uh we're gonna have a theme we might have some different people on the show but uh it's all just gonna be a fun little random random experiment here that we're doing and we're all just gonna be along for the ride and just have some awesome fun Anyway, you can't tell by the music playing, or you can't tell by the theme in the title. We're talking about uh, Christmas and holiday gatherings, I guess, more than anything. I myself celebrate Christmas, but kind of talking about uh, holiday gatherings in this uh, new kind of world that we're in. So, anyway, we have this fun new thing we're dealing with called coronavirus, or COVID-19, and... Yeah, it's been there for a while. We've been dealing with it for a while this year, but, uh, you know, it's kind of made the new uh, tradition come out of nowhere here for holiday gatherings and 
I know I, for one, have, have embraced the change, but have uh, also kind of had to make some changes as well with this uh, to kind of get used to everything that's going on. For, for me, holidays always started off with Christmas Eve at parents' house. That was kind of the standard every evening, Christmas at the parents' house. And, uh, you know, it was usually me, my brother, my parents, uh, and it was usually grandma from dad's side of the family. We were always there. Grandpa was usually there too, but, uh, past years it's just been, just been grandma, but, uh, still, still loving it. Once in a while we'd have some other family from out of town that would come and visit as well, so that was always nice. Um, but I would say, uh been a little different this year i mean we didn't have grandma we didn't have any other family it was just parents brother and i but we did have uh in addition from the past few years we had uh brother's fiance so that was awesome as well so having having her there as well was just fantastic but uh yeah it's kind of been a little different these uh past few months here with uh how social social gatherings and everything have been so it's been kind of interesting it was a still got to do the parents house for the evening and always always started off we'd we'd be hanging out and usually usually there's there's church service but uh with everything this year that didn't really happen so that wasn't really on the uh on the old agenda there and this year was a little different we uh instead met up on christmas day so we did christmas day got there got there to do that that day but uh yeah normally the normal schedule was usually christmas eve at the parents house going to church coming back home having dinner and then when we were done with dinner we would uh separate the uh the gifts and uh we would do gifts on christmas eve and then christmas day was when we would do our stockings so we would wake up christmas day do the stockings and then as soon as we did the stockings it was a quick breakfast and Normally every year it's heading over to our mom's side of the family to to visit everybody there. And uh, Christmas Day at the mom's side of the family was always fun because we uh, got to see all the aunts, uncles, all the cousins were usually there. And every year for Christmas on mom's side of the family, we always have a uh, we always have a theme. And the uh, the theme is always for the food is just kind of whatever we're thinking of. It's like bring a hot dish or finger foods or sandwiches or Italian or something like that. You know, just different things like that. We would have some fun themes, so everybody would bring something, and it was always a good time. With uh, Christmas on mom's side of the family, um, all the kids through usually age 18 you'd be able to do kids trading so everybody would pull a name all the kids would each get a name earlier in the year and then you would kind of get a gift for somebody for christmas um but uh at age 18 you got the option you could do the kids gift that year or you could just switch into uh doing white elephant with the adults and that was always fun white elephant was always a good one then we kind of switched from doing white elephant into doing the socks which is kind of where you get uh you get a sock and you're kind of like a you would fill it with different things, and it would kind of be kind of fun. We did that the past couple of years, and that was always a good time. Beyond that, the adults would always play cards. We have this game we call Guts that we play, where you basically you, you, you get a pair of cards, and you gotta kind of 
you gotta just bet. If you got a good hand, you go in. If you don't, you stay out. The game would work where you, everybody would throw in. There'd be a, you have to put in like a quarter or two quarters, however much it was. It would always go up how much you had to put in every every hand. But then there would be the the dealer's hand or what we call Minerva in the middle, and you kind of gotta you gotta see if you can beat Minerva. If you beat Minerva, you win. But if someone else beats you, then uh, you gotta pay for them and everybody else. Then in the next round, it's kind of fun. Just playing some card games, but uh, I mean that's usually what Christmas was. It was always uh, fun because when living in La Crescent, um, it was always fun because it was usually about a about a two hour. Yeah, probably about a two out, two two and a half hour ride over to mom's side of the family, and it was usually at uh, one of, usually at the same aunt and uncle's house every year. Uh, we switched it up a couple of years, but usually the same aunt and uncle usually hosted it because they have a really really big house, something that's easy for us to all meet at, and it's really fun. Got to see a lot of cousins we don't see often, and got to just hang out with people, have a good time, drinks, food, all all the fun stuff about just social gathering during Christmas. And when we were real little, I can remember one of the memories I have from when we were real little is we would always play football. Cousins would always play football outside, and we'd have some some two-hand touch football in the snow, and it was really fun because we'd always come in after falling in the snow a lot. We'd be we'd be cold and wet. We would we would wait for our clothes to dry, and we would sit in the sit in the laundry room waiting for our clothes to dry. And as they were drying off, and then we'd be get back out and play some more games. And it was always fun. So. We had good times on that side of the family. It was just a, it was just always a, always a great fun time, and I really, I really loved it. So, yeah, those were some, some good times there. But I mean, I guess another big part of, uh, another big part of Christmas for me was always the decorations and the music. That was a big part for me as well. I'd always loved helping decorating, or, uh, or I'd come home from school and after school activities. And I remember mom would always, always start decorating the house like crazy, either during the week or she would take a first couple weekend days of the holiday season after Thanksgiving and she would start decorating the house. It was always fun. We would have amazingly decorated house. We had little decorations in our bedrooms. We had decorations throughout the house. We had those little wind up music boxes that would just, just be scattered all around the house and we'd always wind them up and I know one of the favorites that my brother and I really loved were we had this we had this wind up music box and it was one of those music boxes where it was just really 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 fun to watch because it was this train it was on a little track and it just went around the track and jingle bells would play and it had this little house in the middle that the train would go around it had a little little tree and it had the house lit up, and it was just really, really fun one to, to watch. Yeah, we'd have so many decorations. Like, we'd have the garland all around the house. We would have little ribbons here and there, little mini trees in our bedrooms with lights. And we'd have wreaths on the door and the walls. And we'd have all the stuff around the house. And we always had... We always had awesome smells in the house as well, from candles and all sorts of good smelling treats and stuff that'd be made. And then the Christmas tree. Every every year after after the Thanksgiving festivities were done and all our friends and family that came for Thanksgiving had left, and we're at the weekend of the at the weekend, we would always we would always head out. And we were really little. We had 
this place called Xmas Tree Farms or Christmas Tree F Xmas Farms, I think is what it was called. And we always used to get a tree from my mom's old boss, and he was he thought that was one of the biggest things that everybody deserved to have a Christmas tree. And so it was really fun because we always got to go get a tree and I can remember the last time we went there we got home and when we got home from the tree farm I remember looking in the back of the back of the vehicle we get home and I'm like dad what is this this saw doing in the back and it had the name of the tree farm it had Xmas Xmas farms on it I'm like dad you think you forgot to give them back their saw and so we always have this saw that has that written on it as a memory, which is kind of funny. And they never did anything about it. It was just kind of one of those funny things where we just, we have a memory of that. But we always would, now more recently, we always go to this place down by us, closer to closer to Winona, where we would go. It's called Trees Are Us. And it was these two guys that just awesome people that we could always go and get a tree from. And they were super super fun to see every year and it was this awesome place we'd get out there and a couple times we'd see our tree right away in front they'd have a couple pre-cuts that we just saw and we're like done it has to be this one but the most fun about it is we would always hike out across their their tree farm and it wasn't anything too crazy but it'd be a good little little hike and we would go looking at a few trees but we always tend we would always tend to go get uh, Frasier. That's the tree we'd always get. And it was really fun because we'd always find our perfect tree every year. And then when we got back to the main spot where you get there, they have this, this greenhouse set up with a wood stove that would heat up the greenhouse and they'd have a TV playing either like a sports thing or a Christmas special. And then they would have, they would have cocoa and hot apple cider for everybody which was awesome and the one thing i also loved about it is they always gave you a trivia question and if you got the trivia question right you got a few bucks off on your tree or your wreath or whatever you were buying from them and it was really fun they did these awesome wreaths and they did awesome with the trees and and the atmosphere was just really fun and inviting and it was super fun but they uh they ended up, uh, last year was the last year they were doing it, so 2019 was our final year, and, and unfortunately I didn't get to be there, but the family was there to get the tree, and, but it was always a fun place to go, because it was just, it was warm and inviting, even though you're outside cutting the tree down, and they were just very, they just made it a very fun experience, and I, that's one thing I always loved, is getting the Christmas tree, and then when we got the Christmas tree, we would always drive up, and we would always have, no matter where we were going to get it, we always had a couple CDs of Christmas music that we would listen to. And one of them specifically was from one one job that our mom had. We had a, she had a really good group of people she worked with and she set up a, a Christmas holiday compilation. And she got a lot of people from work to give their favorite Christmas songs. She made a compilation CD for everybody of all everyone's favorite Christmas song. And it was really fun. It's always an album we listen to every year. It has to be listened. When we got the tree home, we would let it sit out a couple days just to kind of open up again and, and kind of let it get anything else off and kind of clean it off before we brought it in. 
and we'd bring it in the house and we'd always bring it in when we were little we didn't we always had it in the corner in the living room right in the house and it was it's a spot on the ceiling you can see where there's this black line across the ceiling where in the living room where you can see where the tree was one year it was a little too tall but beyond that we always after a few years of in the house we had when, when my brother and I were little we had uh, our parents had an addition put on the house for a three seasons room we always have had the tree out there since and it's this wonderful just room we have right in the corner when you get in there and it's a perfect spot and it's always fun to see and it's just just always so fun to decorate it because when we when we decorated in there I mean we're listening to the greatest of Christmas music dad would usually dad would usually blast blast his favorite hits right away for Christmas and we'd we'd have either cocoa or homemade apple cider with it while we're doing it and we had a lot of homemade ornaments that we would put on the tree my brother and I made a bunch we were little our parents made some that they have on the tree and then we'd usually get a new ornament every year from mom as a gift and it always had to do with something either in your life from that year or something that that something that reminded her of you and then we would also have a few ornaments that were gifts from others and some traditional ornaments we always had to put up that for traditions and one of our biggest tradition ornaments was the christmas pickle so we had a couple pickles that we would put on the tree and we'd hide them and it's always fun to try to find them on the tree after they were hidden up there so it was always a good fun little tradition and then we'd get the lights on there get the tree on the topper star on the tree that was always fun and we would have a ribbon on the tree as well and just just it always was so fun decorating it and it was just a good time with that and then another thing i remember from christmas i always remember the music the music is a big part especially for me i love i love music and so always loved all the christmas songs and we all had our favorite songs and it was so fun to listen to it all every year just getting to listen to our favorites I always know each of us had our favorite songs. I know our dad loved blasting music, like I said, and he would always blast his Mannheim Steamroller. He always had to have that just blaring right away at the beginning of the holiday season, and I love it too because it's that fun, it's that fun old school electronic Christmas music that was just so fun to listen to. And I know our mom had our her compilation albums she made and. She always had her favorites. I know one of hers was, uh, she was a big fan of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Ray Charles, and it was a great song to listen to. And my brother would always ask for Christmas Time by Smashing Pumpkins. He would just always, always ask for that one. And I know my favorite song, though, still every year, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big drummer, and I love the heavy drumming stuff. Like, I love Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I love Mannheim Steamroller, stuff I can play along to. That's just so fun. But my favorite every year. And I never figured out who it was that was singing it, even though it was written right on the compilation album my mom made that I first heard it on. And it was it was always the, the song River, but it was the cover by Robert Downey Jr. And... I, I think if I remember right, it was made for the Ally McBeal show. But I remember the first time I heard that, and it was just, it's the vocals and just the piano intro just always got me. And it's just like, that's my 
favorite favorite holiday song but we also had a big big love for Wyndham Hill in the house and every every Christmas we had a few of those songs that would just come on from Wyndham Hill that was just were just awesome to listen to just that awesome instrumental stuff that just was so so fun to listen to we would always like I said we'd always play those same albums when we're getting the Christmas tree and it, we'd always always start the holiday season with dad blasting some Mannheim steamroller but I know I would always try to start the season with River or I would or I would start it with uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra with their Christmas Eve Sarajevo uh, song that just that awesome guitar and that awesome little string and and guitar intro and it was just so so fun to listen to and then like I said just playing along to the music playing guitar along to it or playing the drums along to it getting on the piano and playing some stuff was so fun the music just just was always a big part in our family and it was just it was just a huge wonderful thing to to listen to and as well as with the music we also had the christmas movies and tv specials we had to watch i know when i was little i would always love to watch charlie brown christmas because that one i mean it's just it had that wholesome value to it but it, it was just fun it's charlie brown i mean you, you, you can never go wrong with charlie brown i loved it so much and with charlie brown as well I mean, you had some other good ones there. I mean, there was Year Without a Santa Claus. It was always a staple in the house to watch. I mean, you can't go wrong when you got Heat Miser and Snow Miser just just rocking to ruin Christmas there. I mean, so fun. I love that one always. And then, I mean, there was Santa Claus is Coming to Town. I mean, you got, you got Burger Meister, Meister Burger. And, I mean... You also had Rudolph, which was a classic. Frosty was a classic. I mean, there were a lot of good Christmas specials out there, and we always loved watching them. I mean, they were always something fun to fun to watch every year. And, I mean, then there were always, always so many Christmas movies. And I know what you're going to say, and let's just get it out of the way. Yes, I agree with everybody else. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Who cares if it was released in the summer? It took place during Christmas. So yes, Die Hard, and I don't care what Bruce Willis says, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So deal with it, Bruce. I don't care if you don't think it is. It is. But anyway, we would also have, I mean, one of my favorite Christmas, I would say one of my favorite Christmas series of all time, obviously Home Alone. I mean, you had you had a great start with with Macaulay Culkin in one and two. I mean, you had what was it, Alex D. Lintz in Home Alone three. We'll not even talk. We won't even discuss beyond this. Home Alone four doesn't exist in my book. Period. We don't have that one. It was an eyesore to the entire series. I mean, Home Alone three was a little bit of a stretch, but one and two will always be the best. I mean, come on, Home Alone, great series. I mean, the first movie, you leave your kid at home. I mean, the first thing I'm thinking, though, is when you leave your kid at home, I mean, you left your kid at home and you didn't think, oh, hey, 
We're gonna make sure everybody is in the van and we're gonna be the parents. We're gonna double check. We're gonna make sure everyone's ready to go. I mean, if it was me, I'd be I'd be roll calling as we get into the vehicle, but that's just me. But I mean, I love I love the series. I mean, beyond leaving your kid at home, I mean, it's a great plot. I mean, this kid's got to survive on his own. I mean, it's it's freaking Kevin McAllister. The kid's a genius. I mean, clearly he knows more than enough to survive on his own. I mean, if the parents are worried about him being alone, but the kid survives on his own, clearly they did something right. I mean, you can't have a kid that, that that's that smart and not have good parents to back him up. I mean, but why I love it? I mean, come on. Every kid was like, I want to be Kevin McAllister. I want to be the cool kid that saves, saves the holidays and keeps the house safe. I mean, come on. I mean, who else thinks to heat up the doorknob or to ice the stairs or to lay broken ornaments out? I mean, no kid's going to go there and think, I'm going to break some ornaments so these guys step on them or I'm going to put the cars out so they slip on them. I mean, come on. It's modern stuff where someone walks in the house, they're going to be like, oh, there's that, oh, there's that. We're clearly going to notice it, but no. You, you, you got the two wet bandits. I mean, come on. The wet bandits? I mean, come on. Oh, so we leave the sink running and flood the house. Ooh, wouldn't you call yourselves the flood bandits? I mean, more than the just wet bandits? I mean, wet bandits just sounds like a bunch of criminals going around. They got stuck in the rain, and they're like, we're wet. I mean, cool. But, yeah, they're just going to go around and flood houses during the holidays. That's original. I mean... And don't get me started about the cops in the movie. I mean, come on. The kid gets left at home. The cops are called to go check on him. They don't figure, oh, hey, the parents know he's home. And they just go to call, and then they check on the house, and they don't see anything. And so they're like, oh, parents must not know that he's not here. And they give up. I mean, no. If it's me, and I was the cop, I'm busting open a door and looking and getting into the house to see if the kid's okay. I'm not just gonna straight up be like, oh, I went to the house and didn't see anything on the outside. But I mean, what's, and what's, I mean, what's the deal with the gotta have a scary old neighbor to haunt that the kids are making up rumors about? I mean, come on. I mean, Kevin ends up going to church one night and the guy sits next to him and he finds out he's one of the nicest guys in the world. I mean, come on. Old people aren't scary. They're just misunderstood sometimes. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, in the end, mom gets to ride home in a van with John Candy and his holiday jazz combo group. And I mean, I don't know if it was me. I mean, if I was Catherine O'Hara, I would take the opportunity to play John Candy's clarinet if you offered me. I mean, come on. Who, who gets the chance to jump in on an awesome awesome musical group like that? Not many people. I mean, if it's me, 100%. I don't care if I don't know how to play the clarinet. I'm going to try to take my take my chances and just wail on that thing. Because, man, it's John Candy, and he's offering you the musical challenge of a lifetime, the musical experience of a lifetime. Take the offer. But, uh, oh, and not forget to discuss... Buzz and his girlfriend. Woof. 
Anyway, I mean, so we have that whole thing happening. We have Kevin gets left behind. Parents realize they left him behind. They try to get back home to get to him. And in the end, Kevin survived on his own. He saved the house. The bandits got caught. Cool. Then we get on to the next round of shenanigans with Home Alone 2. I mean, this time they realized we brought Kevin to the airport. So they think that you're safe at that point? Nope, guess what? Kevin has to put the batteries in the recorder and mistakes Guy in trench coat as Dad wearing the same trench coat. I mean, how often is, you, is it that you find a guy that looks exactly like your dad from behind and you end up mistaking him and following him? the wrong part of the airport I mean the family's going to Florida and where's Kevin end up New York and wouldn't you know it he got technically left behind again by going to the wrong place but guess who happens to show up in New York with him those wet bandits except now they're sticky it's like come on can you get any worse things to choose to be known for it's like, oh, we're sticky bandits. The joke? Our hands have sticky goo on them, and we can just touch stuff and walk away with it. Like, what the crap? Who comes up with this? I mean, they just happen to be in New York, and Kevin happens to go to New York as well. Like, wow, what a coincidence. Small world there. But the only other thing is, I mean, guess what? Another scary old person. We have Bird Lady this time. And guess what? Scary old person turns out to be nicest old person in the world. And, uh, I mean, come on, speaking of people Kevin runs into, let's not forget, I mean, come on, the kid ran into Donald Trump at the hotel. I mean, of all the people to run into, he ran into future president Donald Trump. I mean, I mean, the orange man, the orange carrot man of the future decided, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, have a bit role in this movie and just tell him that, yo, I'm Donald Trump, what's up? I'm in your movie, now it's gonna make millions. I mean, again, what do you guess? Kevin saves the day, beats the bandits, and mom comes to rush in and give him a hug in New York when she gets there. I mean, it's the same whole thing all over again. And then, I mean, then we move on to Home Alone 3. And it was actually okay. I didn't mind it. It was pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. It was pretty, 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 pretty good. I mean, plot's a little different. Kid shoveling the sidewalk for scary old lady neighbor. Kid gets sick. Kid has to stay home. Kid got a present, but guess what? It got mixed up, and now he has the... Ch- this microchip that these criminals were trying to steal. And guess what? He has to beat these criminals, like the last two movies were done. Except here's the difference. Kid has some tech at home. Kid kid ends up beating them through more techy stuff and ends up winning again. I mean, scary old neighbor lady. Yes, of course, she was there. Ends up being super nice. And then you get you get the whole thing of scratching your stomach is rude. I mean, apparently that's a thing now. So you can only scratch your stomach when you're in your private private alone time. Otherwise, it's considered inappropriate, apparently. But I mean, I mean the difference of kid being stuck at home instead of being you know 
alone at home. He was stuck at home. His mom was still in the picture. His sister was in the picture. And it was kind of a stretch, but I mean, it was still good. I mean, at least it's not four. It's not billionaire or millionaire kid, rich kid, just with everything at his disposal to beat the criminals. I mean, it's not the crap story that one was. I mean, they could have just, you know, they could have just apologized for it, but no, we're going to actually consider it to be a thing. I mean, heaven forbid we offend French Stewart. And then there's, uh, and then there's the, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's another movie I really love. So, you know, Tim Burton, I mean... Thanks for coming as two holidays specials for one, dude. I mean, the Nightmare Before Christmas starts off with Halloween and turns into Christmas. I mean, hot diggity dang. That's that's a winner in my book there. I mean, you got great animation. I mean, it's Tim Burton. I mean, you can't go wrong there. I mean, you got a great plot. You got Jack Skellington. I mean, come on. The dude was meant to be Santa. Let's be honest. I mean two thumbs up in my book i mean it's a great one but i will say i will say if we're still talking christmas movies you can't talk christmas movies without mentioning christmas vacation national lampoon's best vacation movie period i mean sure wally world was great in vacation but nothing beats nothing beats spending the holidays with the griswolds I mean, you got Clark and the family at it again. It's Christmas time. This time, Russ is getting played by Johnny Galecki. I mean, freaking Leonard of the Big Bang Theory. I mean, come on. Johnny Galecki did great. I think he's my favorite Russ. I mean, come on. I mean, just great comedic timing between him and Chevy Chase. And, I mean... You got a great plot. I mean, it's Christmas time with the Griswolds. Family's coming over. You're going to have a holiday cheer with them all. I mean, great experience. I mean, you got Cousin Eddie showing up out of nowhere to come celebrate as well. He brought the RV. Even though, you know, even though the shitter's full, I mean, even though the shitter's full, he's there still ready to spread some holiday cheer with you. I mean, he's there with the kids, with the dog. I mean, it's a great family overall get-together. I mean, it's a great time. When Cousin Eddie's there, you're going to have some hoots and hollers. Come on. I mean, it's an amazing cast. I mean, he's got Johnny Galecki. You got, I mean, you got a pretty, pretty, pretty awesome cast here. I mean, if, if I do say so myself, I mean, I mean, Christmas Vacation, you got an amazing, amazing cast. I mean, come on. You got Chevy Chase as Clark. You got Beverly D'Angelo as Ellen. You got Johnny Galecki as Russ. I mean, you got Juliette Lewis as Audrey. Um, Randy Quaid back as Cousin Eddie. I mean, I mean, there's just plenty of people. I mean, you got Doris Roberts as Francis. I mean, Doris Roberts. I mean, come on. Great one there. I mean, and... He, you, you can't get mad at Julia Louis-Dreyfus as Margot. And, I mean, that was a great pick there. I mean, that's one of my favorite moments, though, when when the ice goes through through their window and then they find the puddle later in the carpet. I mean... And why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margot. I mean, just a great one there. I mean, 
I, you, you gotta love everyone. And then you got you got Brian Doyle Murphy as the boss. I mean, I mean that's a great great one there as well. I mean, I love it. It's it's just hilarious. I mean the whole the whole the whole thing. I mean, and I mean like I said, I mean you got Randy Quaid as cousin Eddie with the the shitter's full. I mean, when the shitter's full, you gotta empty it. Where do you go? You put it in the sewer. I mean, and then you got Uncle Lewis and Un Aunt Bethany. Great combo there. I love them together. You got senile Aunt Bethany, and you got Uncle Lewis who's just, he's still got it, but he's, he's just about ready to just, you know, just one day he just wants to be like, just, he just wants to just, oh God, he wants to take his rage out on Bethany, but he can't. Just the holidays. You gotta love one another. I mean, I mean, that moment at dinner, I mean, Grace, say Grace. She died 30 years ago. No. The blessing. And then you got, you got, I mean, come on. It's a family. It's always a family tradition for us. I mean, in the end, that's just a family tradition. We have to watch that movie. I mean, there are a few years where we weren't able to. This year, we, we weren't around each other too often to watch it. So, I mean, it was kind of one of those things we didn't watch, but... I, I definitely still threw it on my, my tablet when I had a chance and watched Everybody loves the rant that Clark does. I mean, come on. It's it's the classic. I mean, when he starts going off about his boss giving him the Jelly of the Month Club, I mean, who doesn't love a subscription to the Jelly of the Month Club? I mean, come on. It's the gift, it's the gift that keeps on giving, Clark. I mean, yeah. And then another movie, a couple last movies I love. I mean, I mean, there's uh, Jack Frost with Michael Keaton. Jack Frost with Michael Keaton was such a sweet movie. I mean, it was a great movie. Kid loses his dad over the holidays the year before. Holidays come around the next year. Kid makes a snowman and blows his dad's harmonica just because he's missing him. It reminds him of his dad. And it turns out to be this awesome movie. Magical harmonica brings a snowman to life and it's his dad. It's so cool. But the one other movie I would say is The Santa Claus. Tim Allen? Tim Allen. I love Tim Allen. I like Tim Allen. But the plot bothers me. I mean, the plot of the movie is Tim Allen becomes Santa and has to save Christmas. Okay, cool. How's he gonna how's he become Santa? Simple. I mean, let's just figure this out. So you become Santa, you save Christmas. Okay. But becoming Santa, or murder he wrote, as we'll call it. I mean, not direct murder, but I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely killing Santa unintentionally, I guess. I mean, what, he walks outside to see Santa on the roof and says, holy crap, it's Santa, and all of a sudden Santa gets frightened by someone seeing him, falls off the roof, hits the ground, and rather than it being one of those moments where it's just like, oh, we're going to call the hospital or call an ambulance, get you to the hospital and save Santa. No, no. Santa apparently falls into the snow, doesn't have a crazy fall, but apparently immediately dies on impact. But rather than dying, he just vanishes and the coat becomes Tim Allen's. Because, you know, Tim Allen's character, Scott Kelvin, or SC for short, SC abbreviations, turns into me, oh, Scott Kelvin, SC, Santa Claus, period, of course. Apparently, only people with the initials SC become Santa Claus. Of course, of course. But I will say, 
that hot chocolate in the movie sounds pretty good. And then when I watched the Binging with Babish video that discusses it and how to make it, yeah, I made it myself. Freaking unbelievable. Great hot chocolate. But then you got this guy Bernard in the movie. And besides having all the other elves, you got the head elf Bernard. Cool name. I gotta say that. Bernard. Yeah, you don't you don't go around being Mr. Dorky with Bernard as your name. No, you're pretty cool if you got the name Bernard. But the head elf and Scott Kelvin's kid Charlie becomes a super fan fan of him and they hang out all the time, which is super cool. And then you get that globe. Charlie gets a snow globe. And he can just shake it in his dad's hair because, oh, it's the Santa. It's the Sa call of Santa. Just shake a snow globe that has Santa in it. And then you see him fly through it and he's immediately at your house. Cool. I mean, who all wouldn't love a instant dad button? I mean, come on, let's be honest. Dads are pretty awesome. I mean, moms are too. We're not gonna, we're not gonna diss moms, but... I mean, if we're really trying to tie it in here to the movie, an instant dad button or a snow globe you shook and your dad just showed up immediately. I mean, if you need to help, I mean, let's be honest. There's always been that moment where you know you need your dad. And yeah, that'd be pretty dope. I mean, overall, again, another movie that gets two thumbs up. Or it gets th three mistletoes, five s snowflakes. I mean, ten lords leaping, twelve, I mean, five golden rings. I don't know, whatever you want to rate it. It's, it's top notch. I mean, there's plenty of other Christmas movies out there. Like, there's the Christmas story. You know, Ralphie, shoot your eye out, kid. Great one there. I don't watch it too often, but it's a great one. Um, I mean, there's plenty of Christmas movies out there, but yeah. I mean, I mean that's kind of just how my holidays have always been. My holidays were always kind of like that. I mean, great option, great time, just hanging out, having a good, good time. But, I mean, let's be honest. This year was a little different. Holiday 2020, we still got together with the parents and with my brother and his fiance. I mean, I mean, but... There was no grandma coming. Grandma, grandma, unfortunately, uh, you know, grandma's in her assisted living. And so grandma and dad's side of the family, you know, unfortunately, we're not able to get together with her. We can't just bring her out. They got to be safe with that. Um, grandma and mom's side and the whole mom's side of the family, there's no getting together with them. Unfortunately, it's a it's a huge liability issue there with everything. I mean, there's no large group gatherings, multiple households. We couldn't do it, unfortunately. Um, I mean, we, we didn't do church. We did still get to go do our annual, uh, rotary lights and lacrosse. And we got to do our social distance walking through the park and seeing all the lights, which was wonderful. It was a great experience. I mean, we, we still got to hang out and we just did stuff a day later. We didn't do Christmas Eve. We did Christmas day and the day after we didn't, we didn't get to do our, I guess we didn't do our, our church service so there wasn't going to anyone else's house um that we usually go to we usually go to a few other friends in town at lacrescent's houses and just quick say hi stop by for a moment and you know mingle with them but we weren't able to do that but i mean you know everybody understands it it's a safety thing i mean it's just changing up for everything like that i mean it was a lot more online shopping i mean i work in a mall location i didn't go to a lot of mall stores to do the shopping this year it was online because it's simple it's easy and you can get the stuff you need but I mean, it's also just a matter of safety with it. I mean, you get your stuff online, you're not going out, you're not being around a lot of other people. My biggest things I guess I really miss this year, I mean, yeah, not going to mom's side of the family, that's always been a tradition, and I miss that. I mean, I didn't get to see grandma, um, which was, was uh, on both sides was a big downer. I mean, I always love seeing grandma on both sides of the family. I mean, but what did we do? I mean, we, I mean, 
it was a little different this year, but I mean, I worked Christmas Eve, so Christmas Day I headed down to the parents' house. Um, I hung out with them alone for, you know, a few hours before my brother and his fiance got down there. And then when they got here, or we, when they got there, we all were there and we hung out. We um, just kind of had a few snacks, uh, had a drink, and kind of then we hung, we headed down to Rotary Lights. We went around and we came back, had dinner, and then we got the gifts ready and we did gifts and called it a night and then the next day we did our stockings in the morning had a little breakfast and i had to head back to work but they stayed for the weekend i mean it was it was nice we still got to get together and it was just still we did our social distancing and quarantining past you know you know a couple weeks leading up to it so we were all nice and safe so we made sure nobody got hurt and it was a perfect perfect holiday season i mean the only thing this year now is New Year's Eve's different. I mean, we're, we're still sticking around here. We're going to keep it safe. We know we're not going to get together with a lot of people. Maybe just one other uh, couple of friends. But, I mean, beyond that, I mean, this year is really just kind of... I will say, I guess, for this year, it'll be a little different with how we're doing stuff for New Year's. Just a couple of friends. But, I mean, we're still going to celebrate the New Year. I mean, I guess at this point, I mean, for me personally... I know a lot of people are in the kind of similar mindset. It's 2020 is almost over here. I mean, we got less than 24 hours now. In the great words of the Ramones, 2020, 24 hours to go. I mean, let's keep, let's get, let's get through this year and get into the next one. I mean, good thing is we got vaccines coming. We got a lot of stuff, stuff that's going to be changing and we're gonna hopefully, hopefully get back to some more, more normal, more normality to our lives again, some more regular rhythm instead of you know all this crazy stuff we've been kind of dealing with here and as long as we can all do our part i know we'll get through it but i mean i guess i mean beyond that i'm just i'm excited for another year i'm excited for seeing what 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 is to come and what we can do and we can get back to some some more traditional living and everything i mean i'm excited i mean i guess for me the whole wrap-up of this is i mean the holidays changed sure but i mean we still got to celebrate the holidays and I mean, we're, we're looking for a better and brighter future now, and I'm just excited. I mean, for me, the holidays have always just been, been about fun, good friends and family, good food, good atmosphere, and that's what we had. So, I mean, I guess that's kind of all I had to say about this, but, uh, I mean, if you got you got anything you want to wanna share about your holidays and how they went, I mean... You can always leave some comments and leave some questions and whatever and we'll uh we can always discuss it again yeah i guess that kind of kind of wraps it up here but i uh just want to just i guess want to thank everybody for uh joining us here on the inaugural episode here just kind of going over my holidays and what they were and what they mean to me and how everything changed but i mean i guess the biggest thing i've seen especially with shopping where i'm working is i mean it's a safety precaution. I mean, we got a lot more re rules and regulations now that we're dealing with, and it really is interesting to see how everybody handles it. But uh, stay safe out there, and uh, I will talk to you real soon. This has been As My Mind Wanders, a Dylan Hendrickson production. Thank you, and peace out.